0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the News jour a calmer space to consume the news. So just as a heads up, I live in Oklahoma, and here in the spring, it is tornado season. And actually, as of right now, at the time I'm recording this, we are under a tornado watch, and there is an intense thunderstorm going on outside. So if any of that sound carries over thunder, rain. I apologize in advance. It's just really intense out there right now. There's been a lot of hail and things like that. And I'm in a home studio. So sometimes those sounds do come through and just wanted to make you guys aware in advance. But a tornado watch is not super serious, especially here in Oklahoma. So unless the sirens are blaring, I won't be ducking for cover. And we'll go ahead and get into the episode. So we do have one mini story here at the top for you guys. A Russian court rejected Evan Gershwitz's appeal. Now, this is not surprising. As you have covered before, a Russian charge might as well be a conviction statistically. So... Even by holding Evan, it was pretty clear that they would be convicting him. And just as a reminder, Evan is a Wall Street Journal journalist who was covering stories in Russia and was arrested for spying, quote unquote. The judge said that he had to go back to Lofortovo prison, a place known for holding their prisoners in isolation and having limited access to their attorneys. That said, reports say that he seemed in good spirits in court and was actually photographed smiling. A Russian reporter yelled to him, Evan, hold on. They know even better than Evan does what he's up against. And next up for today, the Supreme Court was supposed to be handing down a decision yesterday on abortion. So, the Supreme Court was supposed to be handing down a decision yesterday about male-delivered abortion drugs, but instead, they kicked the ball down the field until Friday. So let's chat about what the details are and what is at stake so that when they do make their final decision tomorrow, you guys already have the lay of the land. So this pill, called Mifepristone, that the Supreme Court is deciding on, Well, it's used in more than half abortions in America. It's typically taken with a second pill if you're having an abortion in the first 10 weeks or so. People are trying to block this medication and they're arguing that the pill is dangerous to those taking it and that the FDA did not follow set-out protocols in approving this medication. The lawsuit was, of course originally filed in Texas. So for now, rights to these medications are still intact, but that could all be undone on Friday, depending on what the Supreme Court decides. And I'm not sure as of right now, like if they decide, okay, the FDA did not do their due diligence, does the FDA then just go and do their due diligence? Or do they countersue? Or I'm not exactly sure what would happen uh, should they ruled that the FDA didn't do their due diligence. So stay tuned for that. Hopefully, we will get answers on Friday and that they won't continue to pun it down the field, but we'll keep you posted either way. And so, for our next story today, Fox's other lawsuit. So guys, with the Dominion case settled and put behind them, Fox News is still far from out of the woods when it comes to their outlandish election fraud claims. There is another voting machine company that they spread falsehoods about who is asking for a whopping $2.7 billion in this most recent lawsuit. This second lawsuit is brought against Fox by a company called Smartmatic. They also produce voting machines and were also slandered in the wake of the 2020 presidential election. There has not been a trial date set yet, and I would imagine that they are trying to settle this case as well. They've now shown the world, they being Fox, what it will take to make them pay and that they are willing to trade the big bucks to avoid pulling back the curtain for everyone to see the inner workings and private conversations of Fox News. And lastly for today, I do have to issue a content warning here at the top. This story involves graphic details of a fire. So unfortunately, there was a hospital fire in Beijing A hospital fire broke out and the first investigations show 29 dead and a lot of people who mishandled the situation. It is believed that the fire started from a construction project that then set off sparks and set flammable paint on fire. But about 12 people have been detained due to negligence. A nurse, a medical worker, and a family member of a patient were among those who died in the fire. Eyewitnesses described smoke filling the air until the sky was black and screams beginning about 1 p.m. At least three people are known to have jumped from the second highest floor of the hospital building in order to avoid being burned alive. This was the deadliest fire on record in Beijing over two decades, according to the New York Times. Communist officials vowed retribution for the deaths suffered in the building, holding all those to account who should have prevented this tragedy. Our hearts go out to all those affected by this loss. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote. Knowing yourself is life's eternal homework. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news de jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from...